So we went back to the Airbnb and she decides to frame me for her plumbing issues. She said, it's because I used too much toilet paper to cause her plumbing issues. And honestly, in that moment, I was just like shook. I was like, hold up. Like, if I put, like, a tampon inside the toilet, I'm like, yeah, that's common sense. You shouldn't do that. I get it. Then it's my responsibility, right? Like, I ruined your toilet. But for me to just, like, use the toilet normally with normal toilet paper and for you to, like, fray me and get me to pay for your plumber, the frick? Like, that moment, I was just, like, stunned because I feel like I'm already, like, putting up with so much. I'm, like, surrendering so much. Each step of the way, I'm just, like, you know, letting it be. I'm just like letting it go. I'm like, you know what? Like all these issues in the house, like doing all the clean myself, doing all the vacuuming myself, wiping the windows and getting rid of all the bugs. Like, fine, I'll put up with it. But for you to come in here and be like, I need to pay for your plumber. What? Welcome to the Early Retirement Advantage podcast, where you will get weekly doses of inspiration to pursue financial freedom while caring for your mental health. After being diagnosed with several mental illnesses during the pandemic and getting fired soon after that, I decided to turn that into an opportunity to pursue FIRE, financial independent and retire early. If you're ready to kickstart your financial freedom journey while taking care of your mental health, you've come to the right place. You will learn the mindset and strategies to retire early from anything that no longer serves you. So two months ago, I made a spontaneous decision to visit Gainesville, Florida. And yes, that is where Michael Singer built his temple, the temple of the universe. And yes, Michael Singer is the author of the surrender experiment. So I decided to practice the surrender experiment in real life in Gainesville. And in the beginning, as I was practicing surrendering, I felt like the universe was just giving me gifts left and right and doing everything in my favor. Like it honestly feels like law of attraction, but like 2.0, like everything is good everything's all rainbows and butterflies until this happened. And then I realized that surrendering does not mean that only good things would happen. So I will get ready while I tell the story of what really happened as I surrendered in real life. So the number one lesson that I learned is that surrendering does not equate to expecting good things to happen. I think a lot of people who get into, you know, surrendering and practicing the surrender experiment in real life, they tend to have this like belief that they're doing this for good things to happen. And I also had this belief because in the book, it seems like, you know, as soon as Michael surrendered, good things just kept on happening. His businesses made a bunch of money and he has like all these opportunities. He always meets the right people at the right time. So it almost feels like a shortcut to making your dreams come true. But here's what happened when I practiced the surrender experiment in real life. Sure, in the beginning, it seems like everything went well. Like what could go wrong went right. So I was like, oh wow, this really works. I really am surrendering and good things are happening just like what he described in the book but shortly after that I want to say maybe one week along my month-long trip <laughs> things went south so here's exactly what happened first of all my Airbnb host overbooked my month-long stay and she gave me a choice she's like do you want to continue living here but then I overbooked or I can upgrade you to a master's then you don't have to move after that and of course I was like oh it's an upgrade it's a good thing and I actually mentioned this in my last video too so I was like hell yeah like you know move me over to a master's and I even said in my last video that this is part of you know the good things that happen when you surrender and I almost thought like this is because I surrendered therefore good things happen but things went south after this so as I went to her new property I realized that it is very much not ready to live in and it was not cleaned at all she said she cleaned the carpet but there was like leaves all over the carpet like there's no way anyone cleaned the carpet like it was just like dirty all over it was very dusty there were like dead bugs everywhere like lots of of dead bugs and I have a fear of bugs especially like 
I was a city gal. I always lived in cities. There weren't a lot of bugs where I lived. So, you know, having to deal with a lot of like bugs, dead and alive was really scary. Like a lot of big spiders, a lot of like bugs that I can't even name the name of. There's just like bugs everywhere, dust everywhere. It was not cleaned. And as an Airbnb guest, I had to go in there and clean. Like it was just like not livable condition. And there also wasn't a bed. So I was like sleeping on a mattress for a really long time. I had to tell her to get me a queen bed, even though that was what was listed on her Airbnb listing. So this was like, you know, the beginning of my stay, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna surrender. I'm gonna surrender to this. I'm not gonna complain. I'm gonna just like surrender and see what happens. And the second thing that happened, or the second thing that I discovered about the new place was the heavy iron. So apparently it's a pretty known thing for mobile homes that uses well water. Some of these water can be really heavy in terms of the iron. And it's so bad that when you take showers, you can even smell the really like strong metal smell. And like, it was just really unpleasant. And again, I told myself, let me just surrender. Like it was, it was to the point that the previous tenant told us that you want to avoid washing white clothes. And you know me, like I wear a lot of white clothes but they're saying that when you wash white clothes in the washer it can turn your white clothes into pink as much as i like pink i don't want all my white clothes to become pink or i was like why don't i just buy pink clothes right so yeah that was the heavy iron and water situation but again i was like you know what i'm gonna surrender i'm not gonna make a big deal out of this i'm just gonna surrender and uh, see what happens and the third thing is um i guess conflict with the airbnb host herself so she decides to also live in this like new property and I realized that she is very uh, controlling in terms of turning off the lights in the house. Like she really wants to make sure that all the lights are turned off the second you step out of the room. So a lot of times I'm in the living room, I just need to grab things from my bedroom and she asked me to turn off all the lights, which I guess is not a really big deal if it's just like once or twice, but it happens all the time. And because it's a mobile home, their lights are kind of weird. Like in order to turn off the lights in the living room, you have to go to like three different walls and turn off three different places just to come back in just a couple minutes after you grab your things. So, you know, it's a minor detail, but it just like made me kind of uncomfortable because I just feel like I have to constantly have this thing lingering in the back of my mind, even though I'm like still in the house. It's not like I get out the house without turning off the lights. Like that I get, it's wasteful. But when you're still in the house and you're just like grabbing some stuff, like, do you really need to turn off all the lights? I don't know. I still don't fully agree with her. So that was another thing that happened, which like, we already have three things. And there is another thing, which is pretty major. Because of some communication thing that happened between her and the water company, there was no water in our home for three days. And it was unexpected. So I literally couldn't flush the toilet. I couldn't shower. And of course I couldn't like drink water. And also because of the heavy iron, the water was not drinkable in the first place. So I had to buy my water and also like get water from her other property. Like it's just a whole ordeal. But you know, this time we had three days without any water. So not even the heavy iron water, which like didn't have any water to uh, use. And yeah. That resulted in me being unable to flush my toilet all of a sudden and there was like no warning about it. Like we all just like found out suddenly that we cannot flush a toilet. So we had to like live with stuff in the toilet for three days, which was again 
another pretty unfortunate event and we also didn't know that it's gonna last three days like every single day we think it's gonna get solved the next morning but it did not get solved so we ended up living without water for three days and when i say we it's like me her and also another one for friends i don't think he's from airbnb he's just like a friend so yeah the three of us did not have water and she had her other property to go back to and she also like told me that i can go back there but that means i have to pack all my stuff and you know live across the two properties which is just like so inconvenient so that was the no water situation for three days and i thought okay after three days the water problem is solved finally we have water thank lord and guess what happened next yeah plumbing issues so if you watched my last video you might know that there's plumbing issues i think it probably has to do with like the pipes being really old and this was like a mobile home from like what 1920s or something like super old super dated so the pipes are super old nobody told me that the pipes are old and i need to use the toilet like any differently so i just like used it normally flushing down toilet paper normally but apparently that was not okay with her plumbing system and again the toilet wouldn't flush for the second time and this time it's not because there's no water it just like wouldn't flush and of course i'm unable to use the toilet again so again i have to like move back and forth between her two properties while going to all the temple events as much as i can and waking up early for like the 6 a.m uh temple events like it's just like super inconvenient because i didn't come to Gainesville to move between two airbnb properties like there is a reason why i intentionally booked a place for 30 days so i don't have to move around so much because i don't want to get distracted i want to just be able to focus on the stuff that's important to me which is going to temple events and you know listening to michael singer's talks and participating you know being part of the temple community but that was not what happened and instead i just had to move around a bunch so <sighs> that was another thing that happened and the um, plumber issue i don't think it ever got solved i think she was just trying to be uh, cheap about it so she made some like home remedies she tried to do something with like vinegar and she tried unclogging the toilet on her own which made things worse <laughs> so much so that brown poopy water came out of my shower so it came out of my shower's drain and so the whole shower is like very yucky and murky and smelled really bad and i had to live there because all my stuff is there and i'm someone with a lot of you know night routine stuff and with my own pillow and my pjs and my skincare you know my 15 step skincare and it's just like very inconvenient to move all my stuff back and forth between two places so i still live there for a couple nights with the poopy water and i put up with all that until one day she decides to text me and said we need to talk and she tried calling me and leaving me voice messages and i don't know about you but I personally don't like phone conversations because like you just have to make time for it you have to make time that is like right for both parties and you don't know how long it's gonna last and you need to find a quiet space and a lot of places in Gainesville they don't have signal okay the springs they don't have signal there so there's no way I'm gonna like you know not go to springs just to have a phone conversation with her because I want to explore the place I'm not from there right and so I was like can you just text me she wouldn't text me and I already had a bad feeling I'm like why wouldn't you text me like what's going on but the optimist in me was like oh maybe you're not texting me because you want to give me a surprise because maybe you want to make up for the fact that there's all these issues on your property and I had such a like pretty bad experience to be honest like no toilet no shower no drinking water like all that stuff and she's also not fixing any of it for plumbing stuff she uses like all the home remedies and she's like really cheap about finding a professional and for the heavy iron and water she also refuses to put in an actual filter and decides to just like get a water softener which does not actually remove the iron anyway yeah the optimist in me was like she probably wants to give me a surprise right surrender to the moment so that same night i saw her at the temple 
And I was like, okay, so what is it? Can you like tell me now? You know, like don't leave me hanging. Um, it doesn't feel good when you're just like telling me that something's up, but you're not telling me exactly what is up. And so she's like, okay, I don't really want to do this, but I guess I'll tell you. So we went back to the Airbnb and she decides to frame me for her plumbing issues. She said it's because I used too much toilet paper to cause her plumbing issues. And honestly, in that moment, I was just like shook. I was like, hold up. Like, if I put like a tampon inside the toilet, I'm like, yeah, that's common sense. You shouldn't do that. I get it. Then it's my responsibility, right? Like I ruined your toilet. But for me to just like use a toilet normally with normal toilet paper and for you to like fray me and get me to pay for your plumber, the frick? Like that moment, I was just like stunned because I feel like I'm already like putting up with so much. I'm like surrendering so much. Each step of the way, I'm just like, you know, letting it be. I'm just like letting it go. I'm like, you know what? Like all these issues in the house, like doing all the clean myself, doing all the vacuuming myself, wiping the windows and getting rid of all the bugs, like fine, I'll put up with it. But for you to come in here and be like, I need to pay for your plumber what? And like, I've had renters too. Like I was never an Airbnb host, but I've had renters too. If the stuff breaks down at, you know, wh whatever place I rented out, like it's my responsibility as a landlord. Like it's pretty common sense, but for her to say that is because of my responsibility and she wants me to pay for it. It's just like ridiculous. So, you know, after that, honestly, I was just like pretty angry. I was pretty shook. And then I refused. Obviously I refused. Like I actually gave it some thought. I'm like, oh, should I pay for it? Like, should I just be nice about it? But like, no, this is like, honestly, my boundary, like enough is enough. And so I decided to just tell her, like, I'm not going to pay for it. Like, this is ridiculous that you want me to pay for it. I did not do anything I'm not supposed to do. Like, I just use a toilet as any normal person would use it. And for you to come in here and accuse me of ruining your toilet and asking me to pay for your plumber, it's just ridiculous. So. You know, that was that. And she acted really upset and started crying, which I honestly feel like is like a manipulation tactic. I feel like she was just trying to make me feel bad, but I didn't fall for it. I was just like, okay, I can give you a hug, but like, it is what it is. Like, I'm not gonna back down and let you take advantage of me just because you're upset. So that was that. And then the next day, it was almost like comedic. As I was exiting her property, I popped my tire right on her property on the road that she paved, which was like, not really a paved road. It was just like full of rocks and a bunch of trash. So so I don't know how I popped my tire there, but I did. So I popped the tire of my rental car, which made it even more difficult for me to travel back and forth between her two properties. So uh, that was like, honestly, when it happened, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this cannot be real. Like I start laughing because it's just so ridiculous. It's like everything that could go bad went bad. And I was just like, how is this real? Like, how is this my luck? Like, it was just like so ridiculous. And of course I got my car towed and paid a bunch of money. And that was also the day I decided that I'm going to move out of her place because it's not just like her place has a bunch of issues, like the property itself, which I can forgive because like, sure, it's your property, but maybe you're like too busy, whatever. You can't fix it, whatever. Okay. I'll forgive you. But for you to try to frame me and get me to pay for the things that you're supposed to take care of, that is not cool. That is not cool with me. So that was the last straw, you know, after that conversation happened and her trying to get me to pay for her plumber and also after I pop my tire right on her property I'm like this is a sign it's a sign that it's no longer safe for me to live there so since I decide it's no longer safe to be there uh, and it's just not a good idea for me to stay I must turn up the courage to tell Airbnb about the whole situation and like keep in mind like till then I haven't done anything on Airbnb. I was just like, you know, surrendering to everything. The no water thing, fine. The poopy water, fine. The plumbing issues, fine. The bugs, fine. The, you know, 
I have to clean up everything because she didn't clean anything, fine. But after that, I'm just like, enough is enough. I don't want to put up with any more of this, especially when she's like being so rude about it. And also it's like literally the universe telling me that I need a GTFO. Like even the tire of my rental car just like popped all of a sudden as I was just like driving out of her driveway. I'm like, this is a sign, man. This is literally a sign. So I decided to contact Airbnb about it. And I don't know what exactly happened, but I'm pretty sure Airbnb just like copy and pasted whatever I told them to my host, which made my host really angry. And the next day she decides to loudly complain about me to her friend, calling me names, just like literally screaming, saying that I'm materialistic and considerate and not even conscious being whatever that means. And I just remember I was just like inside of my bedroom, like literally shaking because I was just like afraid. Like this person is like literally like pissed off. Okay. <laughs> And I've seen her like literally punch her like DUI machine thingy when it doesn't work. Like she's just like, she's very violent, very aggressive. And I'm just like very afraid. I don't know what she would do. And when she's like literally calling me names and I'm pretty sure it's intentional that she wants me to hear it. Like she wasn't like whispering to her friend or anything. No, she was like really loudly saying it in the mobile home right in front of my bedroom door. So I'm pretty sure she wants me to know that she hates me. And I remember just shaking inside of my bedroom, not knowing what to do. And then shortly after that, she decides to just like knock on my door and I was like, yeah, what is it? She wouldn't say what it is. And she just like barged in. And I'm like, I could be naked. I could be like changing. I could be like doing whatever for you to just like barge into my bedroom. Like, I'm pretty sure that's already breach of some sort of like privacy law or like Airbnb rules. Like that's not okay. You can't just like barge into your guest room without any permission. And obviously she didn't like text me ahead of time. She didn't try calling me. She just like barged in. So that happened. And meanwhile, I'm still dealing with Airbnb because I just feel like whatever policy that they have around this, it's just like not cool for them to just like copy and paste whatever I told them to my Airbnb host and triggering her even more, making her angry. And then her, I guess, releasing her anger like on me, like that's just not cool. Okay. The situation got even worse. And I felt even more afraid and concerned for my safety at this point. And, you know, the fact that she's just like slamming doors and yelling out names and complaining me to her friend is very scary. It's honestly very scary. And very interestingly, I don't know what was her thought process, but I think shortly after that, whatever advice she got from whoever, she decides to make up. And I'm like, there's nothing to make up. I'm not doing this because I hate you. I'm doing this because I don't want to live here anymore. Okay. And she wants to like make up so that I don't continue telling Airbnb what is going on behind the scenes. And she love bombed me. She's like, oh, I find you so smart. I like you so much, blah, blah, blah. Like she literally just like love bombed me. And I'm a softy sometimes. And you know, as she was doing that, honestly, it reminds me a lot of my caregiver. She would do that too. Like she would just like love bomb me and then become really pissed off later and start calling me names. Like that's just like a pattern. And so I was already suspecting that she was love bombing me. You know, kind of just like, again, just like seeing this all, like not trying to judge her for it or anything. I'm just like, oh, maybe she's honest. Maybe she really like cares about me and likes me and whatever, even though it's really weird because she just like called me names literally the day before. But then she starts love bombing me. So it's like a very confusing situation. And again, she asked me to stay at her place. I'm like, what do you want? And she's like, I want you to stay at my place. And I'm like, honestly, at this point, I don't think I will. Like I was very honest with her from the very beginning of 
with the whole Airbnb thing. Like, when I initiate the case, I'm already like, I don't want to stay at your place anymore. And it's not that I hate you, I just don't want to stay at your place. I even made it really clear. And she's like, oh, no, I don't want you to hate me. And I'm like, no, it's not that I hate you, I just don't want to stay at your place anymore. Shortly after that, I, again, went on a call with Airbnb and, again, like, tried to explain to them the whole situation and how, like, they shouldn't just, like, copy and paste my message to them directly to my host because, clearly, I've already communicated with my host and that hasn't like changed anything and they should just like you know try to find resolutions instead of making the situation worse by making my host angry and after a I don't even know how many hour long call they finally said okay we will give you a partial refund for the previous night's stays especially the nights without water and things like that and we'll also give you a full refund for the unused nights so I was like okay fine good like I am okay with this resolution and I'm also very eager to leave and so as I was packing my bags and honestly at that point I was already like finished packing because I was already packing while I was on the call with them because I already made up my mind that I don't want to stay there anymore it's very scary being in that environment in such a like hostile environment with someone who's like just so volatile like she can love bomb you and then all of a sudden be super mad at you and never want to see you and hate you right like it's just not a good situation to be in and I was just like wiping the counters and you know doing my part as part of the checkout process even though like I really want to just leave that place but you know I still follow the instructions of the Airbnb agent and I was just like you know doing the checkout process and I'm pretty sure she got a notification from Airbnb that I'm checking out on the day and when I finished the call it was already like 5 6 p.m and normal checkout time is 3 p.m but I did not get off the call with the Airbnb people until it's like 5 6 p.m and so like honestly as soon as I got off the call I was already like you know ready to leave but then I already like suspected that she's gonna be kind of scary so I locked my bedroom door and of course she tried to just like barge in <laughs> And she started banging on my door and she's like, get the frick out of my place. Like, of course she's swearing, but I don't want to swear here. She's like, get the frick out of my house, biatch. Like, I don't let anyone rip me off. Like, she was like, honestly, like screaming. It was so scary. Like, she was like banging on my door, like turning the knob really, really aggressively. And I was just like, thank God I locked the door because at this point, I feel like she's going to fight me. And I'm like scared. Like, she's a lot bigger and stronger than me. And she's just like, I'm just scared. And this is like her place. And she has like friends. I don't know if they have guns like it's just scary and I told her that I'm just cleaning up but if you don't want me to clean up I can just leave which you know she she just start like yelling for a couple minutes and eventually it stopped for a while and I just remember hearing her say she's so very angry and I'm just like so fucking scared honestly like yeah it was a very scary experience and I packed my bags I remember it was a rainy day and I left a bunch of things like I forgot to bring a bunch of things with me because I like bought some kitchen stuff because she literally had nothing okay she literally had nothing at her new Airbnb place and so I had to like buy a bunch of kitchen supplies like you know simple things like baking soda saran wrap like you know simple things like that and kitchen towel she didn't have any of that and I wanted to pack those things and also my I guess ingredients for cooking and yeah I forgot a bunch of things but you know those are not important the number one thing is my safety so I literally evacuated her place and and went to my new Airbnb. That was it. Yeah, that was uh, the whole very traumatizing and very dramatic experience. And I remember after I exited her place, she tried like blackmailing me to not give her a bad review.
you? And she's like, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she's basically saying along the lines of, if you give me a bad review, I'm going to give you a bad review too. So if you don't want that to happen, you better not give me a bad review. That's like the gist of her text, which was very scary. And then another time I wanted to retrieve some of my packages that got delivered to her place because when I ordered the stuff, I didn't know that I was going to leave. And as soon as I arrived, she's just like, I saw her at the window and she's just like, close the curtain and turn off the lights and pretend she's like not home. And I'm just like, what is this like childish game? Like, I'm just here to retrieve my package. I literally told her to just leave it on the porch, but she did not leave it on the porch. She took it back inside and she decides to just close her curtains. Anyway, that was the whole first Airbnb situation. And every step of the way, I thought I'm surrendering, but I wasn't really surrendering. And instead, I was just like avoiding. I was just like trying to avoid conflict. I was trying to not confront. And eventually the last straw was when she accused me of messing up her toilet when I was just like using it normally. And that was like enough is enough. I have to just like do something for myself. So that is like part one of the surrendering. This video is hella long. So I'm going to create a part two about this. Share this episode with anyone you think can benefit from it. Thank you so much for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review or taking a screenshot of this episode, tagging me at cherrytung.co and sharing it on Instagram where I'm most active. I can't wait to connect with you. In the meantime, go out there and seek your freedom.